0: Basketball is my life. I have nothing else. This is incredible. This <laughs> yeah. is the best
1: yeah. game I've ever
0: had. Shooters. That's, that's what we do. <laughs> Shooters, a basketball podcast. Let's go. Do so we get the show on the road? Let's just jump right in. Uh, episode 17. It's been a while. We saw each other in person. How are you since that lovely awards night?
1: Well, it was definitely the highlight of the awards I had two highlights of the awards night. One was seeing you, catching up with you, and you know, even making a little bit of content together. And then the second one was milton doyle winning uh, first team first all team which was which was epic, so that were the two highlights of my night. How was your awards night uh personally
0: it was good it was good, like you said we got to we saw each other on the red carpet, even though you uh, took a while to realize it was me behind that camera but i won't i won 't hold it against you it 's hard you know all those flashy lights. Probably get caught up in the moment. Um, but mine was good. I got to relax a bit more this year. Um, previous years, I've kind of done a bit more. But yeah, towards the end of the night, I was just kind of cruising, doing my thing and just kind of taking it all in because it's, it's always cool when everyone's sort of in the same room at the same time and get to interact and all that stuff. So yeah, it was a good time.
1: Yeah, it was good. Do you want to do a quick little recap? Any surprises, anything that caught you off guard? Uh, you're, you were pretty on the money with the uh, results. I was correct on the first team. And close on the second team, obviously myself wasn't in it, and they mm. put in Chris Goulding. But uh, we we were pretty good overall. Anything you didn't like? Anything you were surprised?
0: No, no. I think um, I was having this chat with someone from work, and I think I think they got it pretty bang on. Like like you said, we our guesses were pretty pretty similar, besides from a few Jack Jumpers on your end. Um, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you got you got the Milton Doyle over one uh, over me. I didn't get the. I guessed uh, DJ Hogue would be in there, but no cigar. Um, but no, I think they nailed it. And one thing that did, um, I was laughing at that, um, so for anyone that hasn't seen we, Jack, as soon as he got on the red carpet, was, he was holding my Shooters t-shirt, which I always, was always going to find funny because it was just going to be so out of place with everyone looking dapper and then, uh, just the Shooters uh, t-shirt, but, um, he gave it to me and then we took some photos and some video, but... God, you know what's weird? Um, Because I never see you in person, just the height of you. I felt like you're a small child in that photo. I was just like, that is hilarious. But hey, it is what it is. It's just funny when you're not around the place that much. And then you come up and I'm like, God damn, I'm a little boy. But no, it's good. No,
1: no. You're not the little boy. I'm the giant. So <laughs> yeah, There's, there's nothing against you. It's I'm the weird one in this situation. You're the normal one. But no, uh, I know no, what you're no. saying. Sometimes mm. it's funny because we're in an environment where we're constantly around like huge people. And so sometimes yeah. when we're thrown in normal situations, we feel giant again. We're like, this is weird. <laughs> like we're so used to feeling normal every day, not being big enough, not being strong enough. Put us out in the normal world and and we're massive.
0: Yeah, you are. You are. It's a classic thing of whenever someone talks about basketball, it's like you must be tall. But hey, we're just going back to that old sentiment. Um, the, yeah, what else for awards I, night? What was it? What was it like on the Jack Jumpers table?
1: Well, it was good. We had a great table. It was very professional. So we had training that day. So I'll give you a quick little sort of yeah. recap of kind of how the whole thing leading up to it went because I, I we've had a big couple of weeks. The Jack Jumpers. So we mm. were at Illawarra on Saturday. Um, playing the last game of the season in a must-win game to to clinch that fourth spot. So we got the job done Saturday. We flew out Sunday uh, to get home Sunday night. And then Monday morning, we had training in Hobart. And then we flew out Monday afternoon to Melbourne, Tuesday morning training, Tuesday night leading into the awards night. And then Wednesday, we were going to fly to Cairns to prepare for for the play-in game and so it was all business our table we had some laughs we had some food and then the second it was done we got out of there maybe a couple boys had maybe a glass or two of red wine and that was about it it was uh it was a good time though cheering on Milton Doyle hoping and Shawnee got uh, and Kels got their award but it was a good night overall and it was really well done what table what was your table like
0: uh very quiet very quiet um so mine was just like the part of the NBL staff table and majority of the time it was just me and like maybe two or three others just like hopping up and down. Like we weren't really staying there for a long period of time. And so much so, I missed out on the dinner. So what was the dinner like? I didn't I didn't even wow. get mine. Well, yeah, it took too was... long.
1: Wow, the dinner was good. It was either a steak or a chicken. You know, at those mm. events, it's always really good food, a little bit small proportions. But it was a pleasure. Yeah. We left before the dessert came, but apparently there was some Nutella dessert that was incredible. Uh, how long did okay. you stay, Till? There was
0: some live music
1: <laughs> afterwards. What time were you there, Till?
0: There was, there was uh, Anthony Kalia, shout out, um, he was he was doing his thing, um, some other live performances, but it was cool, um, I didn't, I think I got home at like 11.30 or something, but I heard a fair few other people stayed uh, quite late, but you know, I just get to a point where I'm just like, no, nah, I'm good, oh, I'm happy to leave, happy to go home to bed, but it was a good night, I didn't, um, just missed out on the food, so I needed some food on the way home, but that's the way it is.
1: So, since then, there's a lot that's happened with basketball. Tell us on your end what your job's been involved kind of working with the playoffs. Obviously, you put some nice videos together for the awards night. The intro video was Mm -hmm. yours, capturing a little bit of content, but more of a night off. Heading into playoffs, what's your week been since the awards night?
0: It's mainly just uh, just the build-up for me these days because previous years, I was on the game night, like covering the social media and all that the website and stuff just keeping that live. But not not so much this year. Um that's more the, the the rest of the digital team. Um mine's more so just yeah been prepping sort of like hype it up all those interviews. Um those um that interview you guys you did at um MSAC I'll I'll touch that I'll touch on something you uh, a story is told on that interview later but yeah it's just mainly just like guessing uh getting stuff ready and hyping up and yeah all that stuff just to try to fill out the week and try to get everyone as uh involved as possible i guess
1: yeah that's 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 cool um one more thing about the awards night before we move on to kind of mm-hmm. my week was a couple of years ago they had like a media persons of the year award Anyway, they they were lacking it this year. They didn't have it. They didn't give out an award, but my vote would go go to you. You're doing multiple platforms. You're doing podcasts, you know, you're creating YouTube mm. content. You're working in the front office too. So, what more could we ask? But Darren is MVP of uh of media team for the 2022-2023 wow. season. Put that on a reel and share that with everybody.
0: <laughs> That is very kind, but that's actually a very good point because, yeah, a few seasons ago, they even had like uh, like best fo- fo- uh, photograph of the year or something or best photographer or something and that was before I properly got into it. So, in the back of my mind, I was actually like, can I like uh, can I win this considering I'm sort of part, like I'm part of the NBL and it's more for media outlets, but maybe they should bring that back because that was kind of something different now, uh, like media <sighs> person yeah. of the year and I'm actually sure there was like a show or podcast of the year as well. So, mm. we've missed well, out calling.
1: Well, maybe we'll we'll write it down in our notes because we've got a Google Doc, guys, that is keeping all track of all these episodes, things in the future. Maybe next year we can have Shooter's Pod Awards. And so instead of talking about what their ones, maybe we could put out a photograph of the year. Someone says there's some Prestis in the media team and, and hey, we'll work something towards next year's end of season and maybe we'll have our our own awards show rather than just talking about the predictions of the NBL one.
0: That's the... I don't mind that actually some more like some more like quirky ones or like more specific just getting you know getting down the nitty gritty of it uh I don't mind that but i uh, yeah. I alluded to that interview that interview you did um with our guys well, it was actually with j m t v the broadcast company, but do you remember the story you told um when they interviewed yeah. you I'm not sure. sure if you do no so, i do i do i do yeah <laughs> so you can you can quickly retell but Basically, it was for some reason, Jack had no shoes on in, while he was grocery shopping. And next minute in, you had a line of Tassie fans asking for pictures, asking for autographs. But I couldn't care less about that. Why did you not have any shoes on? Wow. Go there?
1: So you don't know this about <laughs> me. So so here we go. I'll give a real, real brief, real quick. So I had back issues for quite a while, pretty much from the age of 16, mm. 17 to about 23, 24 and oh. kept trying to get them sorted, kind of would wake up in the morning, struggle to put my socks on. It would randomly spasm throughout the month and I'd have to shut it down for a day or two. Blah, blah blah blah. Anyway, kept trying new things, Pilates, yoga, all of that. And then I found a guy that helped me kind of move a little bit better. And part of that process, would you not or not believe, was like fixing my, my toe flexibility, releasing my feet and getting my ankles to bend a little bit more. Because when I would run, wow. when I wouldn't be able to load my toes, my big toe. And so, I'd get a little external rotation of the hip. My hip would pretty much go out. And so, I'd be getting super tight hips. So, it didn't matter how much I stretched or whatever that may be. My hips always got tight, led to a lower back, blah, 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 blah. So, long story short is I don't really wear shoes anywhere. If I don't, wow. I'll go out to the shops and bare feet. Helps me be mindful of the way I'm walking. And, uh, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a barefoot warrior, pretty much, unless it's raining or really, really hot or really, really cold. I don't wear shoes anywhere.
0: Wow. Okay, I did not... Uh, that was a, a lot more serious answer than I suspected. I thought it was just going to be like I was, I was feeling lazy or I forgot my shoes, couldn't be bothered tying them up, so I just ran in the grocery store. But thank you for that information. And um, there you go. The more you know.
1: The more you know. So, yes, I get come <laughs> up to multiple times uh, as a guy... That not only is part of the Jack Jumpers, but that walks around Woolworths uh, in no shoes. So, so I get recognised <laughs> best, best for that. Both worlds. Yeah, the best of both worlds. So <laughs> it's, it's yeah. not
0: like that. It's not. It's not that professional basketball player that people see. It's like that dude with no shoes. I know. I know. So al- the
1: 100. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be uh, post practice. I'll be stinking, smelling bad. It's like who is this guy that smells horrible walking around with no shoes, just, having a laugh and being loud.
0: Just looking after my back, just looking after my health, Uh, nothing wrong with that. uh, Nothing wrong with that at all. Well,
1: so we're all caught up, Jack's Mm. done some interviews with the NBL about not wearing shoes, then it's go time. Would we like to touch on my week now or do we hype someone up and bring it back?
0: Um... Let's quickly hype someone up to lead in all the basketball goodness. And then you touch on your week. You tell us all about game one and everything and, and all that. But uh, quick hype up. You want to go first? Hype someone up. I just want to hype someone up. Go on a bit on a rant. Anyone that's caught our attention, just give them some love.
1: Mine is a different one this week, man. It's, just a, it's, it's a little bit basketball related, but a little bit more community related. It's actually going to be Rajon Tucker and uh, because I just love okay. that video of him. Go into the park and playing basketball.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. There is
1: nothing I like more than the love of basketball, and and sometimes I think we get caught up a little bit too much in the best players, NBL championships, NBA championships. And forget about the importance of just people going down to the park and playing hoops, and how incredible the game of basketball is. And so there's this video that the NBL shared of Rajon Tucker going down and just playing some street ball and playing some pickup. And pickup is just random players playing together in a park in Melbourne. And he got this crazy move where he made a crossover and dunk. And you know, there's hundreds of people on the sideline cheering and going crazy. And For me, it really one personifies how incredible basketball in Australia is right now, but two, just people growing the game of basketball every single day and their love for it. And yeah, awesome stuff!
0: Mm. No, that's a good shout because it kind of takes, um, like you don't see that often in Australia, besides from Pran Summer Jam, that's uh, that's a big uh, big thing down here at the moment, but um, yeah, it kind of takes it strips basketball back and it's all about more just the enjoyment of it, like. There's so much extra activity and extra stuff that comes with professionalism and all that stuff of being a professional basketball player. But it's really cool when you see moments like that where it's just like, hey, no, this is, this is still fun. Like, this is fun for so many. And, um, yeah, how they just kind of mold him after he after dunked it. It was, it was a cool scene. I like it. it was epic. I like that a lot. It was
1: epic. What about yourself? Who are you hyping up
0: this week? I have two quick ones. I couldn't decide but I thought I had to give uh, DJ Hoag. I've been a um big fan of his. Um, wanted him in first team or whatever, but um that those thirty two points that he had in game no, it wasn't even game one, it was the still the playing part of the play on tournament. But um yeah, thirty two points. I said, does he have the one of the nicest looking strokes in the league? I think he does. It's a very, it's a good, uh, it's, it's just something about when people shoot the basketball and they've got like one of those really great forms that you just want to watch over and over again. But my main hype up uh, was Modi Mayor. Um, I don't know, there's something about him. So he's the New Zealand head coach. People probably know him for his, I don't know, how would you describe it? Um, passion on the sidelines. Yeah, energy, passion, energy on um, the sidelines. Slash energies uh he's he's hilarious and like I think people kind of knew him as that um assistant coach behind Dan Shamir last season um and I think this season before as that just energy guy and it's like what's this guy all about but I've really enjoyed kind of just like getting to know him as the head coach um and these days whenever there's interviews those ones I was cutting up that we were just talking about before whenever there's interviews of head coaches um he's definitely one that I kind of I have to listen to properly. Like, there's just something about him. He's either really blunt or really honest or really emotional. And, yeah, he's just really likable. I don't know what I don't know what you as players, as an opposition player, think of him. But when I listen back to him, he's, uh, yeah. He seems like a good dude in his own way.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, first off, Hogue had an awesome game. Taj going out against Perth. That was stressful times. Mm. You know, you... Mm. Losing two in a row to be eliminated will be tough. And, and great players step up when they need it. And him and Cole went crazy to lead them. And they'll be playing Sydney in the semi-finals now. And then uh, on, on to Modi, he's a great coach. I mean, he deserved to be in that finalist. And people could make arguments that he deserved to be coach of the year. And he's put together a good yeah. squad that's playing well right now and we're in a fierce battle with. And... <laughs> On the players' side of how we look at opposition coaches, we don't really talk too much or take too much consideration into what they're doing. So, yeah, it's not something we really notice when we're on the court or when we're on the, on the baseline. So, it's not something we talk about a lot.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's more than fair. Just wanted to give him a shout out yeah. because he was, um, yeah, like, like you said, he could easily have won that Coach of the Year Award, but Adam Ford got that one done. But 100%. Yeah, definitely one of my favorite have, coaches in the league and personality. Yes,
1: he's, he's cool to follow. I have a quick mm. question for you. When you're when you're taking photos, do you ever, how much do the coaches catch your attention or the bench when you're taking photos or is that something you enjoy Uh Working with or is it more the live action, and how, how what does a coach have to do to get your attention
0: <laughs> I think the the coaches for one was um, when I first started doing it, I really enjoyed sort of in the timeout sort of like going as close to you guys as I can and sort of getting the emotion of the coaches in that, but then A lot of those shots are similar when you do that, even though you can still catch some really cool ones. Um, I just remember one of my first photos was just like Simon Mitchell just like yelling at his players and as soon as you get that in frame, it kind of looks cool. Um, But at the same time, you kind of feel like that whole, I don't want to intrude on you guys and you don't want to be like, I don't know, it's like you guys have learned to block out media and cameras and stuff. But yeah, it's it's that whole thing of like, am I too close? Maybe I'll just let them be, but... It's part of the gig, um, but I do like animated coaches. It's like players. As soon as they have big, bubbly energy and personalities, your camera's kind of drawn to them.: I reckon. Yeah,
1: no, that's cool. It's cool because every now and then you, get, you see a really cool photo of you know the passion on the sideline, where someone's just yeah. caught that moment and you're like, "The game's going on. Why aren't they uh, focused on the game?" But <laughs> hey, being that sideline, those coaches is part of it, and I can imagine why people's cameras get lost on, on that aspect of it, too.
0: I have I have found myself funny if everyone if anyone has ever watching photographers or videographers baseline like sometimes the live action is right in front of them and they're just like swiveled around right to the bench and like you, they're like what, if you looked at them from the outside it's like why aren't you just focusing on like guys literally a meters away from you but it's all about what the cam the other cameras don't see that's what I'm all about so hundred percent yeah as soon as you get other stuff like that yeah it's hundred
1: cool. percent no that is really cool and I mean sometimes capturing the fans. Uh- themselves are some yeah. beautiful photos, you know, when like a player scores and you see the emotion of people in the crowd, it's, uh, capturing that mm. can be the best shot of the night.
0: Yeah, really, really can. There, there's some crazy fans out there, but tell us about your week. Game one. Yeah. Game so, one obviously didn't go the way of the jack jumpers, but we love to hear about it anyway.
1: Mm, a hundred percent. Well, we'll break it down a bit earlier back. So we've gotten to where the awards night's done. We've gone to bed and we wake up the next day. We travel to Cairns. We don't train on travel days. So what our travel day kind of looks like is we'll travel in the morning, always an early-ish flight, about 10, 11, get in. Uh, we'll either go for a walk or we'll do video. And so our video gets broken up to about 30, 40 minutes, broken up in bigs and smalls while the other ones stretch. We'll do that for an hour. Dinner, sometimes a little bit more video afterwards. And then we go to bed. And then we rock up next day. It's Cairns. It's go time. We're pretty excited. Like, put ourselves in a good spot. We're feeling good. We're obviously a little sad about Jet. Not a little sad. Very sad. But we're still feeling confident. <laughs> we go out and it's a great game. It's Jack Jumpers basketball. I mean, we took the lead at the start and kind of kept it the whole game. They made a little break into the third. But we pushed it back out and we got the job done. So just like that, we're in Cairns. We're straight into the semifinals. Which means we fly to, to New Zealand. So this game was on Thursday night. We fly out Friday to New Zealand uh, early in the morning. We fly to Sydney. Delayed. Just del- on that,
0: I'm I'm going to cut in and tell you to tell us about that Cairns game specifically. When you told whoever in the crowd to mm. be quiet, what was uh, what was that all about? Was there someone specific? Was there <laughs> what was? There was an iconic image slash well video of Josh, uh, actually it was an image as well um, that Getty caught as well um, just him telling the cans uh, faithful to be quiet.
1: Yeah, I, it was just they were just they were just chirping, they were bringing the energy, <laughs> they were doing what good home crowds do. And in those moments, in those fourth quarters, I tell you what, I can black out and <laughs> we hit. I hit a pretty tough shot off kind of like a pick and pop, which is when I'm running into the screen, and instead of me rolling to the basket, I fade out to the three-point line, and this involves some pretty tricky footwork because you're obviously running away from the hoop, you have to square up, you don't really know where the defense is coming, and you just got to let it fly. And so they rotated, hand made it, and I just blacked out, told someone, Shush! Keep it down. Uh, we're going to the we're going to the semi-finals, and uh, I was definitely very very excited slash locked in in that moment to try and get that game done.
0: I think uh, I think one of my favourite turns from this podcast from you is just you just you describing yourself as just blacking out in those <laughs> moments. Just anytime anytime something big happens or anytime something weird happens, you're like, nah, blacked out. I don't know what happened. I just, I just let my body take over.
1: Yeah, I, I know. It's a real thing. Sometimes I can barely remember slash I have no control of what I'm doing in those moments. It's beating my chest. It's giving people this shush. <laughs> it's, it's screaming and flexing. Uh, it's definitely, you know, I'm using 5,000 people, 6,000 people to, to give me some energy in those moments and I feel it.
0: No, it's fantastic. It is great. But yeah, on to, um, on to New Zealand.
1: Yeah, so the Sydney flight's delayed. It's crazy. We're just sitting around Sydney for hours, hours, hours. We fly to New Zealand. We land at 3 a.m. So we didn't leave Sydney till about 11. We leave at 3. No one's bags on the plane got put on. So (laughs) we're there. We get back to the hotel at about 4 a.m. We wake up. It's chaos, no bags. We were meant to have a little shooting training session. That's scrapped because we're in our polos and our and our dress shoes. Kinda do that business. Um the good fun. So that would be Friday. Then Saturday we Wow, I'm losing dates here quick.
0: Just tell just say a day and we'll act like it's the right one. It's fine. Yeah.
1: So it's Friday, Saturday we played <laughs> on Sunday, obviously. So Saturday yeah. was the same thing. We wake up kind of we go and do a proper shoot around sunday we play we're locked in uh they came out and they were the better team game one and that's the beauty of finals uh i won't talk too much on game plan or anything because this might be released before the next game yeah but you know that's the beauty they they had a bit longer to prepare not using these as excuses just talking about now we've got two days lock in. We'll go over game plan, change a few things, add a few things, and and get to come home and play in front of the Jackie's faithful. And we're excited to to test this battle. So we flew out, got back Monday, uh, had to leave New Zealand at one a.m. So we because we were nervous of the cyclone keeping us there. Ah, so we had yes. a six a.m. We had yeah, like a five a.m. flight or four a.m. flight. Flew to Sydney, flew to Hobart, got back at 11, slept the afternoon, and then today we got some shots up, and, and here we are on a Tuesday doing this beautiful podcast, preparing for our game on Thursday to that's must-win basketball.
0: Love to see it. I, I should have actually asked about that cyclone. Was it? So I heard, I heard, I, don't know, I saw pictures, I heard words about it, but was it a genuine like, were people panicked or anything, or was it just like a be weary, we have to, I don't know, as soon as we get, we have to get out of here, as soon as we can type of deal?
1: Mm, it was an interesting one. Uh, we got official like text messages from the government saying, uh, warning, warning, like the iPhones went crazy. But that's not good. Mo- yeah, that's not good. A lot of the shops had definitely barricaded themselves up. This might have been from the flooding a little bit a couple of weeks ago too, but they were barricading up tarps on windows. So it was in full prepare mode and then we were... I mean, like New Zealand air on that Monday canceled all flights. All flights after 7 a.m. were completely canceled. So there was definitely a little bit of panic and chaos, but saying that the wind and the rain hadn't hit yet. So it was all pretty smooth sailing when we were there.
0: Not last nice. I um I was finding it funny because shout out to all the fans that actually came to that game and cheated on let's just say both teams. But uh, they interviewed um on broadcast one fan. I think he must have been an athlete of a different code. But I've got to be honest, I didn't know what he was. But he seemed like an athlete. But um he was full of energy and he's like really bubbly about it all. And he's just like we've got a cyclone outside, but I couldn't care. Let's go breakers. We're gonna get this win. And I just admire the passion of some people to just like literally not really care. And obviously they're gonna care after the game, but they're like no it's basketball i'll still come i don't care it was good yeah
1: no it's (laughs) awesome i mean the government was putting out official don't leave home warnings and their crowd was rocking with a good seven (laughs) eight thousand so i mean new zealand fans showed out and gave them the energy to to push them over the edge so yeah oh i'm excited to play in front of our fans i'll tell you that much
0: yeah, I can imagine. On to game 2, but uh yeah, so Sydney face Cairns tomorrow night, which should be goody. Who have you got in that series? What 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 would you what do you expect's going to happen? Well, it's very interesting
1: because we'll talk a little bit of basketball styles. I mean, you've got two polar opposites in the New Zealand breakers and Jack Jumper's battling it out in a physical, slow game. And then you got the Cairns and, and uh, Sydney, great athletes, running the floor, pushing it ahead. So it will be two styles. I can see uh, Sydney kind of playing with great tempo, Depend on how Taj is doing or if Keanu's going to be back. Uh, we heard rumors of both, which is exciting. And uh, that will depend a lot. I mean, Bull Qual's obviously playing great basketball. It'll be exciting to see Zave versus uh, you know versus kind of the whole team putting it on the floor, guarding everybody. And but I think Sydney's going to push this game out, and I think they'll they'll win two one. I can see Cairns getting it done at home uh, with their ability to shoot and make threes. So it's going to be a good battle, fast pace. What about your thought, self? What's your thoughts on it?
0: Yeah, I think I think you're dead on. I think it'll be exciting regardless. Um, I I hope Cairns can keep it close. Like I like I feel like they're obviously the underdogs coming in, but um, they've just got that brand of basketball that everyone loves to watch. Um, and Sydney are exciting as well. So I think first and first, it's going to be fun as a fan to watch. Um, but a close game's a good game. So I just want that series to be close. But yeah, I think Sydney will come out um, as winners after all. But yeah, all I want. It's a fun, close one. That's, is that too much to ask for? I don't think so. That's all no, I want.
1: That's, that's, definitely not, that's, uh, that's definitely not. So, the semifinals occur and then there's a FIBA break. So, if people don't know, yes. this is, we'll, we'll talk about this really quick. So, the FIBA break is pretty much if you play under FIBA, which is like the worldwide organization, federal, whatever, basketball association, you have to have certain times off to let the Australian team and, you know, the China team and whatever team it is, play in, play in tournaments. So the semifinals will all get wrapped up. Then there's a seven-day FIBA break window, I think, where the Boomers will be playing in Melbourne, which is really exciting. And then the Grand Final will be going on after that. So it's an exciting time for basketball in Australia. We've got finals we've got Boomers playing, and then we've got Grand Finals. Where Where else would we rather be?
0: It's true. It's a very good point. Um, can never get too much basketball. Um, I should we should dive into one day, maybe in the off season, just like how the all the boomers stuff works, and like even for example, this window, like whether you're up for I don't know consideration or whatever people. Um, because even by myself, like I'm obviously a big basketball fan, but um, boomers is one I kind of just like sometimes it comes up, and I'm not fully aware of all the I don't know how what the final results mean and all that stuff. So it'd be good to dive in one day just to give myself and the fans um, more of an insight into it
1: I like that a lot we'll, we'll do a boomers episode talking all things boomers and uh, who knows maybe we could hit that out in two weeks or whenever the time yeah. comes but I like I like that idea a lot should we head over to the to the rate or hate the regular the this or that or the hot takes have you got anything lined up for today rate or hate great question
0: I hate it man, I hate it <laughs> right and that's not what this segment is called. Let's do it. We've missed this, even though it's only been like one episode. Yeah. But hey, we like our regular segments. Um I've only got one rate or hate for you this uh today, so I've been a bit slack. I hope you've got plenty piling, but if not, doesn't matter.
1: I've got only one two, so you hit us That's fine. with the start.
0: I'll go I'll go with this one. So this one was sparked from the awards night. Um so did you hear what Atonius Cleveland said when he was uh, when he won the defensive player of the year? just Mm. about yeah so yes
1: i do i know where you're going with this this is good stuff
0: Mm. yeah i I, because so someone i can't remember how the first conversation of this came up but someone was like should we include an um an all defensive team so every year there's an all nbl first team all nbl second team and someone came up with the idea of just instead of basically just highlighting one defensive player why don't we highlight five of them um in the all um defensive team and i don't yeah, I, like this has never been done in the NBL before that I'm aware of. Um, but I was kind of just like wondering what the players thought of it, and then uh, given Cleveland came up on stage and kind of congratulated the other finalists with him and said, "Hey, we need." I'm pretty sure he just said, "Hey, we need, We should really think about a um, all defensive team." Which I was like, "If players think like that, I reckon we should probably consider it. Like, it's it's a it's a very good point, I think."
1: Yeah. Listen. When he said it, because he said it live, he called out the NBL on live national TV. (laughs) I love it. But I looked around and you saw multiple players' heads nodding with agreement. I mean, there's an All-NBL first team, All-NBL second team. I think an all-defensive team would be would be epic too. To give some guys some love, I'd love to see man Matt Kenny up there one day on that, and uh dudes that you know are helping to win at basketball games, but don't necessarily have the ball in their hands that are guarding the, the best players every single night. and And it would be cool. It would be cool to give those guys some love. And yeah, I love it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. It's a great idea.
0: Strong rate, strong rate. I reckon. I, I think is. I think it's a winner. Like it's good to highlight, especially in today's landscape of basketball. It feels like in the NBA, especially, it's all like people just talk about the offense. So if we sort of highlighted more defensive things, I think that's nothing but a nothing but a positive.
1: One hundred percent. Well, I've got a question, got? I've got a question, and then I got this or that. My first question mm. is: it's bringing it back a little bit. Media person of the year. If you had to give that award out to someone for NBL 2022-23. I'm putting you on the spot, but who's the first person, someone that you want to give a shout out to that that did a really good job with the NBL this year on that front? Mm.
0: So my first question is, is it like external media or NBL media included? Like are our commentators all a part of this? award yes if you have it's anyone
1: yep. anyone work they don't have yeah. to work with the nbl they can be internal someone that you that just impressed you with their work this year
0: jeez that is a, that's a, that's a good question um it's hard because i think i think in previous years there's been like external so every like espn australia and um like the kane Pittmans of the world like he's very good at what he does Olgan um they kind of all yeah do a great job over there and then andrew gaze Leonardo copeland they they're like part of the NBL, but they're also ESPN as well. But look, I don't know. I've got my personal. I think Liam Santa Maria obviously like he does a great job. I get to work fairly closely with him, especially this year. Um, and I think all the players are pretty like they respect him and like him and stuff. So he's always got to be ab- above there. Um, Jack Hebron does a great job. I think I think it's kind of cool the the new commentators introduced this year. I didn't really know much about um, a lot of them, but look I don't really have an answer for you but I just yeah it's a, it's a good conversation I don't have one that stands at the top but it is kind of cool to think about all the personalities involved yeah
1: nah I like it I like it you got to give a lot of shout outs to some people there and I was putting you on the spot so you answered, <laughs> you answered that question perfectly and then the conversation that came up with amongst our team while we we're on the road this week we had a 12 day road trip was where would you rather live Cairns or New Zealand
0: Ooh, okay. This is this different? I could I could definitely do you remember that uh the question you asked about you're like, hey, if you and your brother played in an NBL team together, what would mm. it be? I answered New Zealand and I think part of that was uh, for some reason I feel like I'd rate the cold. I feel like I'd I'd enjoy that environment. i, I visited only once, but um I very much enjoyed it. So New Zealand is my answer. Wow, there you go. If you so, had to, yeah.
1: Well, I we Myself, I ended up going Cairns because I would I'd love the hot weather. We talked about basketball systems a little bit too. I think I'd suit the Cairns basketball oh, yeah. system a little bit more. So we could put it down here. Darren is could be a future New Zealand breaker. You know, we <laughs> okay, might have that's... to get you in. We might have to get you in the gym in the off season working on your game. But that that's exciting to hear.
0: That's too far, too far. Uh, but that's all right. Um, but I've never I've never actually been to Cairns, so that's probably like an unfair disadvantage right there. I've only got an experience of one, so... Yeah, well, there, you yeah. yeah what, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, there That's a good one, though.
1: Thanks, thanks. What are you grateful for this week, man? Wow, this is a negative space. I'm just going to start chucking up random things I'm grateful for. This is
0: incredible. <laughs> this yeah, is the best yeah. grateful for I've ever heard. I'm grateful. I feel like all this, uh... It relates back to awards night as well. But like I was saying before, I'm just grateful for being in the same room as all of you guys and all the media personalities, all the players, um you very rarely get to be in a room with everyone kind of there or a lot of people there. And, um, I just enjoyed like walking around the room, seeing people you've had little, um, conversations with before and kind of when they rac- recognize you and kind of ask hey, I don't know, how your job's going, how the season's going, that kind of stuff. Um, it's a feel good moment. Cause I think it's very easy to kind of be complacent with these things and be like, I don't know. It-, it is what it is. I work at the NBL, yada, yada. But, um, my dad's a very good reminder whenever I, I don't know time, but my week or whatever. He's just like that's so cool, mate. So it's just like one of those things that uh, it's always good to reflect. Like, yeah, it's lucky to be in a in a room with you guys and interact and forming friendships and relationships on the way. So it's a good feeling. I en- I enjoyed the awards night.
1: Nah, that's epic. That's a great answer. The awards yeah. night was cool, man. It's good seeing everyone together. Like, because not often do we see everyone that makes this thing happen. You know, like yeah. everyone without so many people in there, it wouldn't be capable of what it was or even going ahead. So it's cool to have just a night to celebrate everyone, not just players. Mm. Um, And
0: uh, speaking speaking of that, do you guys... So every team does their own sort of end of season function, don't they? Do you guys like wait until like the season's officially over or is it still end of regular season thing?
1: No. So we will be having an MVP dinner, which will happen on the Saturday after we finish. So, okay. yep, so that's how we, we'll be doing it. Uh, and I think most teams are pretty similar. They'll knock it out close to when the team's completely done.
0: Okay, yeah, that's cool. Because I thought, yeah, I remember most teams will do something, but yeah. very nice. What are you grateful for?
1: Well, I'm about to make you look bad, so I apologize oh, in man. advance. But I'm grateful for my girl. Like, shout out to Bethany Heft. Oh, because is... <laughs> cause it's val- cause it's Valentine's Day today and oh, we're, re- wow. we're recording on Tuesday uh, on Valentine's. We said we can't talk to you guys. We got a Shooter's Pod to be on. So I'm grateful uh... for Beth for, for putting up with all my nonsense, me Shooter's Pod, being with Darren instead of talking to her and, and all the good stuff that makes her relationship awesome. So shout out to Bethany. Thanks for putting up with me, uh, especially on Valentine's Day. Love you. Grateful Blood. for you. There we go.
0: Bloody hell. You've done you've done very well there. Thought out. Well thought out. Great before. I was just like all basketball, everything. Uh but you know who I'm grateful for, <laughs> Jess. Jess, if you're listening, um uh, you've stopped listening to some episodes, so I'm a bit a uh, bit annoyed about that. But uh yeah, maybe you'll listen to this one because you got a shout-out. But yeah, I'm also grateful for you. Uh not not enticed by Jack's grateful for, <laughs> yeah, good. I am actually grateful for, so there, there you go. I bought her flowers, that was a big tick, so Nice. You sent across flowers. Bethany's in Adelaide, right?
1: Yes, Adelaide. Well, yeah. yes and no. Sent her some for her birthday Is on the 11th, so very, very close. So, sent her some flowers in in the middle. Yeah, no, no, no. I was trying to make
0: you look bad to get back to you. Yeah, yeah, I like
1: it. I like it. I like it. Uh, But we'll wrap it up there, man. Have you got any (laughs) final notes, other than rather than go Tasmania, go Jack Jumpers? What have you got for the people?
0: Nah, nah, t- go Tazzy is a big one. Um, I actually wrote down to end on the Happy Valentine's Day one, so but that was more just a, you know just sending love to everyone, but in yep. particular Jess. But no, nah, yeah, go enjoy it. Go have a meal if you can with your with your loved one. Have a, but if not, you know, send a nice text message or something. <laughs> Do something. Mm,
1: that, yeah, send them this podcast because what else would they rather be doing on Valentine's Day?
0: Yeah, probably a lot more. If we're being honest, <laughs> but hey, uh, go Tazzy there. Go get them, Game two.